You're listening to the Wicked Case Podcast featuring Cool Kyle and the Rev Kev. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's episode of the Wicked Case Podcast. I'm your host, Cool Kyle, and with me, as always, my broski, Rev Kev. Sup? Sup? So, today, we are recapping SummerSlam from this past Sunday. Hold on, I gotta get my mic up here. Okay. We are recapping SummerSlam 2023. It was a very exciting show, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, Rev and I watched it to a certain extent. Rev fell asleep towards the end, but it's okay. Rev had a long day that day. <laughs> you know, I didn't blame you at all. So, you know, we uh, we'll go through some of the matches. We'll we'll talk just some of them, it. not all of them. Uh, well, know. we'll say this: we'll go through all the matches, but some of them we'll talk more at length about as opposed to others. Yes, yes. So why don't we start with the first match of the night, which was Logan Paul versus Ricochet. 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 Um, I thought the match was okay. Um, as an opener, usually obviously the opener you have a bunch of flippy shit, you want the crowd to be hot. It was a calling card or hallmark that uh WCW used to do when they were running their shit back in the mid nineties and whatever, they'd have the cruiserweights on first. Yeah. Judge of jumpy flippy shit and everybody happy. Um, those two have good chemistry, but there are also a couple of times where in the last pay-per-view at Money in the Bank, uh, this pay-per-view where there's kind of botchy shit that even you and I pointed out, like, was Logan supposed to kick, uh, Ricochet there? Cause Ricochet kind of reacted like he was supposed to be kicked there and it didn't happen. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like it's good, but it also feels like it was rushed and yeah. it felt like it went on a little bit longer than like it should have. Yeah, yeah. And and, I, and the false finish well not the false finish, but the the whole brass knucks thing where he's all oh, one lucky punch. You're like, eh. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing too, is that it's it's interesting to see how they're trying to put the dynamic of Logan Paul because using the whole brass knucks thing was a heel thing. That was well, a very I'm, and, and he appreciates being a heel. Um But I he also, acts like a face. Isn't that's the weird thing, is like he acts like he's like Oh hey, look at me! You know, like I'm that's, Logan Paul, like I'm your hero. Yeah, but he's that's that's the whole that's the whole thing. Oh. He's he's acting like, hey, I'm Logan Paul, I'm awesome, I'm the savior, and everyone's like, fuck you, you're a fucking YouTuber that nobody cares about, or I won't say cares about, but like traditional wrestling fans will be like, you haven't put your time in. I don't. Yeah. Know? Well, I mean, listen, most of the matches, or almost all the matches he's been in, have been. Pretty good. He's been in a Royal Rumble. He's been in a Money in the Bank. He was against fucking Roman Reigns over in Saudi for the title. Yeah. I mean, there are other people who are more deserving of that spot, but I understand what YouTube, what WWE's doing. One of the bigger stars on YouTube. You're going to get a lot of eyes watching it. It's a bit of a novelty thing. I mean, he does put in the hard work, and he is pretty good in the ring for what everybody you know considers, but I feel bad for Ricochet because... It feels like he's just capped at like mid card, yeah. Not lower mid card, not upper mid card, just mid card, like right in the middle. Like, hey, you're going to be a bit of a workhorse for us. We can't really put you up any higher. 
you're just going to be kind of toiling around. I mean, well, like, think about all the wrestlers that are like that. Tyler Breeze, not even know. in the company anymore. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, you have like even think about. I was talking the other day. Um. Think about uh, with, your, with your new best friend. N- Listen, everybody's <laughs> my best friend. Uh, cool Kyle is just a loving person. I uh, we were talking about. Um, oh my God! Why am I drawing uh, the up, up, down, down? Xavier Woods. Thank you. My, hey, my brain isn't working. Also, kind of just pushed off in the background, not really doing much of anything. I mean, he's yeah, he's held tag team titles with the he new was, day, but never. He, was, he was king of the ring. Yeah, king of the ring. He did have a match at one point against Roman in the beginning stages of him being the tribal chief. Yeah, but where they broke his crown. Yeah, then they just put him back down to like the mid card. Speaking of New Day, I heard that uh, Biggie was told to never wrestle again because of the injury that he had suffered. So mm. I don't know what's going on with him. Obviously, it'd be great to see him come back, but. That's a sad situation. It's, it's an unfortunate situation because it's on a pretty basic move, which is a belly to belly. He just landed wrong. and Yeah. And that's the thing, too. I mean, at least he can hang his hat up and say that he was a WWE champion. Yeah. You know, let's talk about that quickly, too, and divert off for a minute. Okay. Um, I really feel like both his and Kofi's reign were kind of bullshit. Like, WWE obviously was having their hand forced with the whole Kofi thing, and Kofi deserved it. But if yeah. you look back at Kofi's title run... It wasn't that long. It was not long. It was not very memorable. The only two things that you can think of with Kofi's title run, his match with Dolph Ziggler, which was average at best, where he did the spot where he jumped over the top of Dolph to get out of the cage to win the match, which could have severely killed himself. Yeah. And then, of course, obviously, the very first show, the premiere show on Fox when SmackDown moved to Fox, and he lost to Brock in like seven seconds. That is true, yeah. I mean, you could have at least had him in, you know, give him a couple minutes. Like, why, I get the shock factor, like, oh, Kofi's champion, and people were probably like, Brock's probably going to win. Really? Brock's going to hit an F5, and that's just going to be it for Kofi, and Kofi's never going to sniff title again. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I, I understand why they, why they did it, though, because they wanted to make Brock Lesnar look like an absolute dominant force. And what better dominant than to take the champion at the time and pull In the title seven off? Seven seconds, though. That's kind of shitty. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't have had him, like... Maybe throw a few punches and kicks. And- well, like, a little bit of, a, of, like, a hope spot or something. Like, you know, Brock could have hit the initial F5 and, like, Kofi could have gotten out of it. And they could have had a solid five to seven minute match. It wouldn't have been that big a deal. Yeah. Unless there was something behind the scenes that we didn't see. Maybe Kofi was injured and... You know? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, and they just didn't say anything. It that gives me um, what year would that have been? Ninety five, I think. Let me think. Hold on. Um, trying to remember. I think it was SummerSlam. It was either SummerSlam or Survivor Series of ninety four, ninety five, where basically what happened was is there was a I quit match between. Uh, Bob Backlund and Bret Hart and Bret Hart had the title and Owen was in Backlund's corner and Bret Hart's parents whatever were in oh no no hold on Owen was in Bret's corner I think or something like that but basically what happened was is Owen like forced his mom because Owen didn't want to throw in the towel and eventually his mom came over and like threw in the towel for him Mm -hmm. and that way Owen could blame his parents for Bret losing the title so Backlund won the title because of some bullshit means yeah. And then, like, 
two nights later in like Madison Square Garden at a house show, Diesel beat Backlund in like eight seconds. So there was some backstage politics where maybe Brett was like, I'm not losing the title to him. So Backlund got it for like two seconds, lost it in like no time, and then Diesel was champion. And that's how it, it could have been with this situation too. I, I, I think it was 95 then. It had to have been 94 Survivor Series into 90. I'm pretty sure into 95, I think. Yeah. I yeah I, I actually don't even remember any of that. <laughs> well, I, I, you, you talk about what you're talking about, and I'm going to look up. Well, I mean, I you know going back to the whole Logan Paul and Ricochet thing. I mean, like you said, it was a halfway decent match. Um, I think that you know there could be more story there to tell, um, especially with you know Ricochet losing and. Samantha being on the outside and kind of, you know, giving the boo-boo lip sort of thing. And, you know, I mean, there could be something to tell with that whole story. That is true. Um, I mean, overall, if I had to give it a grade myself, I would say a solid B. I think a solid B would be. B's fair. Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment for that match. Overall, decent match. Like like I said, I'm, I'm not going to knock it for the opener. No, it was it was pretty good. Yeah. So moving on, let's uh, let's go to the next match. I just got to remember what the next match was. Um, all right, so we had Logan Paul, Ricochet, Cody Rhodes facing Brock Lesnar. Um, that was a really decent match. It was a great match. I thought that was a really good match. Um, and because yet again, you expect Brock Lesnar coming in to absolutely dominate. You know, like he does with most of his opponents. You know, he comes in, it's like a three or four minute match. Which I, you know, during the match, I complain about. Yeah, yeah. That's how it always happens, you know. Even even some of the more dominant people he's faced, the matches are very quick. So this match, I I mean, I, I could see, like, there was especially a point where that they were doing excellent storytelling where Brock was knocking Cody outside of the ring. And telling him just to get counted out, stay out. You know, you don't need to do this. And Cody would always beat the count of 10 back into the ring. And, you know, like, it's one of those, like, um, like, I'm trying to, like, the stories where the person is just so persistent and perseveres through everything that you earn a little bit of respect. Right. You know, and that's the that's what happened at the end of the match when Cody finally won. There was a, a moment of respect between Brock Lesnar and Cody. And honestly, I think a lot of that had to do with even real life respect. A lot of people have respect for Cody. So I think not only was that something to show everybody, but you could see that Brock really did have a lot of respect for Cody. From what a lot of people said, uh, apparently that thing at the end with the whole handshake and everything... Apparently, that was an unplanned spot. Some people don't believe that, but how many times does Brock Lesnar do that? Not a lot. Brock Lesnar does not usually do that. I mean, even Cody kind of looked like, am I supposed to get F5 now so you can get your heat back? <laughs> or, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I, I was expecting a quick turn and him to just pick him up and do the F5, but no, no, that's... <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. 
Oh, your uh, dad's funny. Uh, <laughs> the legend himself. The legend himself. Which apparently, if I mention him, we're going to get like 10,000 people that listen to this week's episode. We've mentioned him a lot. Local local uh, celebrity here. We said we've always had him going to have him on here, and he does. He always, oh, I got to go take care of something right, outside. Right, yeah, so. Don't worry, one of these days, I'm going to chase him around with this thing, and I want to be like, listen, you're doing this shit. You're if doing I gotta this chase shit, you, right. Yeah, I'm going to do an interview right now with you. Just going to tell him to sit down and show him. I want to. I want you to sit down and show us our articles. We'll just duct tape him to the chair and put a microphone in front of him. We'll be able to move. <laughs> so, By the way, it was Survivor Series 94. So okay. now that I'm looking back at it quickly, so Backlund uh, had Owen Hart on his side. Brett had British Bulldog, and there was a moment where Owen attacked British Bulldog or something, and British Bulldog got like thrown into the steps, but he like hit his head awkwardly, so he was like just down and out. Mm-hmm. And then Brett was Owen was manipulating his mom because his mom came over, got the towel, and was like, "Oh please!" And then he threw it in, and then a couple nights later, oh. Diesel won the title. So that was into ninety. Yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting uh, concept, you know. It was in, It wasn't even the last match. The last match was the casket match between Undertaker and uh, Yoko with Chuck Norris as the special enforcer. Oh, wow. I don't even remember that one either. That's a long time ago. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about SummerSlam. Uh, yeah, the Cody Rhodes match was great. I didn't... It's the whole, you know, 75-25, or actually in this case, like 80-20 Brock domination over Cody where, you know, Cody plays the down and out kind of guy and he, he just barely gets back in and he gets barely back in and Brock with his beat face and... Because his face looks like it, it always yeah. turns like purplish. Yeah, it's like purple. It's I think crazy. all the blood just rushes to his head. Yeah. Overall, it was a great match. I mean, right now I'd probably put it at the list of make match of the night because it was pretty good. I don't know if there's any others that I can think of offhand that was. I thought. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it more when match comes up. But I thought the Roman match, Roman and uh, Jay, was pretty. Yeah, decent. but you know, you know what? When we get to it, I'll talk more about it. Because I did go back after I kind of fell out, and I did watch them again this morning, so I could kind of have a general idea of what was going on. Yeah. But those matches now kind of have their own, like their same pace. Like it's almost like a Randy Orton match, kind of when Randy Orton was at his big run in like the mid like twenty tens. Yeah. Where it's going to be a slower pace. It's going to be a methodic pace. It's not. Yeah, most of it's charismatic. It's a lot of charismatic. There's a lot of storytelling. There's a lot of twist and turn. There's been a lot of twist and turns in the last almost two years between this storyline now. Yeah. And oh, what's going to happen on the next corner? And it's it's literally the definition of probably like a soap opera in, in this act. Like, yeah. oh, you know, people are united. Now people aren't united. Now what the... You just... Yeah, yeah. We can definitely talk more about that. You when know, we get to it. When we get to it. <laughs> so... Um, let's get through the rest of the card. Um... So the next match was the Battle Royal. Was the Battle Royal. Yes. Which um it was all right. Uh Slim Jim obviously has a partnership now with WWE and they're showing old Macho Man clips and mm. uh Bianca Belair and LA Knight are in the new Slim Jim thing which it makes sense. Yeah, LA Knight fits that role perfectly. Well, yeah, snap <laughs> it to a Slim Jim. Oh yeah, but LA Knight's is just yeah. Yeah. Um Rightfully so, that the person that deserved to win that match was L.A. Knight. Yes. It made sense. Even though I wish there was some sort of reward at the end of it so we could see him getting pushed further, but... Well, I mean, you know what? You gotta start somewhere. So, you got a battle royal under your belt. Um, He's gotta be... He's gotta be fed something good in the next little bit. I mean, payback's coming up, and then you're a couple of... What? A couple months away from the next big, big show, which would be Survivor Series? Yes. So, 
Which sadly, Survivor Series isn't as big as no it Survivor was Series is not getting the same love that the uh, other shows have been getting. Yeah, I think they need to change that up a little bit, and you know, because back in the day when it was brand versus brand, that was something that really made you go, "Oh yeah, like this is war," mm-hmm. you know. So we have let's see. So we just had SummerSlam. Yeah. September second of this year will be Payback. That's in Pittsburgh. Um, then in September 8th, so almost, what, six days later, yeah. is the Superstar Spectacle that's over in India. Oh, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> which is kind of just, eh. Eh. Um, then you've got NXT has their pay-per-view. The next pay-per-view after that would be October 7th. That's Fastlane. That's going to be in Indianapolis. And then there's a Crown Jewel pay-per-view in November. And then November 25th is your Survivor Series, and that's um, at Allstate Arena in Illinois. That should be interesting. Yep. And then, uh, <coughs> pardon me. And then let's see, you've got, as of right now, only listed would be the Royal Rumble in January. And then, of course, WrestleMania in April. Okay. So, I mean, as far as bigger pay-per-views, you've only got three left. You've got Payback coming up in September. You've got Fastlane in October. And then you've got Survivor Series in November, which obviously and you've also got a Saudi show um, in sometime in early November for Crown Jewel. Yeah. And then you've got um, the Superstar Spectacle, which obviously people like Veer Mahan and uh, Jinder Mahal are going to be heavily pushed. They're in the promotional poster because it's in India. Of course, you're going to have your Indian wrestlers. So yeah. it's kind of just like a – it's like the the Saudi shows. It's just a big overpriced house show. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. I mean, WWE wants to make that money overseas. That's what they're doing. Well, that's the contract they made and the deal they made, so I can understand why they're doing it, but those yeah. are the those are the next shows coming up. So, a lot can happen obviously between now and Survivor Series and people might come back and we might lose people and Yeah. I don't even know. <sighs> You'd got to think are they going to do another like War Games thing at Survivor Series? They just did it last year. Why would you rerun it back again? Yeah, I mean, I think that was a one-off thing just to see how maybe they're going to incorporate it someday into its own pay-per-view for WWE. But Or are they going to do maybe like something they used to do when Survivor Series first started, which was a traditional Survivor Series match where it would be, um, I don't know, the, the members of the Bloodline against, oh, let's say for shits and giggles, uh, I don't know, what the hell, who the hell would be part of it, though? Because yeah. I, I don't... I mean, you have, obviously, in the bloodline, you have well, uh, Roman well, and Solo. Well, but. and apparently Jay again. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's let's finish up the rest of this. So, okay. Uh, the Battle Royal was fine. Yeah. Omos, there wasn't a ton of, like, memorable spots. Well, se. Omos dominated, and he was he uh, threw out, um, who the hell was it at the same time? He had uh, Butch and, fuck, who was the other guy? You know, I'm talking. We know what spot I'm talking about. Yeah, where he was had it, both of them. And was it like Butch and it wasn't JD McDonough because he like launched JD McDonough. Yeah, out of he the launched ring. him. Yeah, yeah. It was Butch and somebody else. I forgot what it was. Yeah, it was one of like a, Chad the mid- Gable. It might have been Chad. It might have been Chad Gable. Yeah, I don't remember. It was something like that. But obviously, you know, it came down to Styles, Sheamus, and LA Knight, which I figured would probably be the three that were left. Yeah, and obviously LA Knight came out on top. We'll see if anything happens with that. Uh, going to the next match, which we're not going to talk about too long, because I'm pretty sure it's the MMA rules match between oh yeah, Shayna and Ronda, Ronda and Shayna. Which so it was built as you know it 
I wish they would have had a gimmick to go with this. I wish they would have had like a cage to put it in. Sir, you earned this. I did earn this so, because of some shit. Yeah, we have a belt that we've been going back and forth. It used to have our old show, the Bro Wrestling Show champion on it, but yeah, not no more. Not yeah, we're gonna put an X next to it and just make it the just get a piece of tape. Yeah, yeah, and make it the. the and then eventually we'll save up some money and we'll buy ourselves a new belt because we're missing a screw or a yeah, bolt. Yeah, and this championship. Yeah, when when the time's right, we'll get a new championship. Maybe we'll get one that you can see a little bit better because it's kind of hard to see. Yeah, yeah. There's there's been other ones, but the 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 more they shine and like they they pop and like have different like designs and stuff the more expensive they get. Nothing better than the budget championship that I made. Oh, I know, of, yeah. At a, at a cardboard and, and, and some little fun things and <laughs> writing it in. It was very budgety. So, yeah, I mean, this is definitely not a budget championship, but it's it works for the moment. And the, the one match that we disagreed on in the entire night was the Shayna versus Ronda match. And to be honest, even though I lost, I, I'm not saying this because I lost, the match sucked. Oh, the match was terrible. Match I wasn't going to give it anything good. Again, as I was saying, it should have had, it should have been put into a cage. They had a fight pit thing. You could have had like a like a little mini cage that came down in between the wrestling ring to kind of keep them contained. Contained because when you're wrestling an MMA match in a regular wrestling ring, like. People who don't like, there's a lot of wrestling fans who do not like MMA. There's a crossbreed, like some of them like both, but there's a lot of wrestling fans that just don't watch MMA because they like wrestling. They don't want to watch MMA. Yeah. So the match is kind of a slower pace because it's not, you know, it's not going to be flashy or jumpy. It's more like, you know. Yeah. Well, and if you look at it, the problem I had with it is that with mixed martial arts, you're literally looking to strike. So the stances are different. The body language is different. Mm-hmm. And the problem was is they were trying to mix the MMA with the kayfabe sort of scenario. Right. And it didn't work it out. It did not work out. You and know. some of the shots did look good and some of them did look stiff. But And Michael Cole had commented like, oh, Ronda Rousey's never been submitted. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, you know, Shane is going to make her tap out. Like, But they... Saved, they saved Ronda, which I think if anybody should have made Ronda submit, it should have been Shayna. Yeah, but instead they went out, they went for the you know the pass out phase, and that way Ronda looked strong. And yeah, but as other people I've seen online have commented, like you know, would Ronda have been able to go back to her MMA friends of, oh well, you got tapped out in a wrestling ring, like <laughs> you know, yeah, no, you can put that back over there. We share it. It's mine, All right. but we share it. You don't want to take it home. I don't have any room in my house for it right now. I can't display it as a trophy like I used to when I used to live where I had room. Uh, you know where I currently live, and there's not a lot of space. So Yeah, yeah, that's true. Plus, All right. it's it's more for decor. I know at the end of the day that I'm the we champion. We need to get nameplates for them. <laughs> that would be something that would be fun to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll figure it out. I well, mean, like I said, well, we can look later. We can try to just find a, a new belt to get and get our get our logo on it and see how much it is and... Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we could. Well, I we mean, can get one of the things that'll say uh, "peace and love" and let's get wicked. And... <laughs> yeah, have all the phrases, all the designs. Yeah. yeah, that would be pretty cool. As you lose the belt to somebody, you have to give it back. I can't believe you've done this. I can't believe you've done this. Oh, you're gonna hit the button. I can't believe you done this. There we go. <laughs> that adorable little girl who's my daughter. My daughter. But overall, yeah, that match sucked. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. Glad Shayna got the win. Obviously, she's. Hopefully they push her up a little bit more. 
Because she yeah. was a beast in NXT. There's a lot of people who are beasts in NXT because they're big fish in a small pond. And then you throw the big fish into a bigger pond, and then they just get lost in the shuffle. Because yeah. WWE's like, we already have our four or five hand-picked people that we're going to make superstars. And then they just stay there. Like, I mean, I don't want to name names, but somebody like mm, Charlotte Flair, who just happily, conveniently, and I know I'm skipping a match when I do this, but... Charlotte Flair was involved in a triple threat main event for, well, not main event, but triple threat women's match where she probably really shouldn't have been. But there she was. Yeah. So. No, and I I, I agree. It's the same three or four women I, all I, the time. I get that you're a Flair, and that's great, and I get that you do good work in the ring, but there are new people behind you, and it's not like it used to be where, you know, WWE's, I guess you call like minor leagues, not necessarily. I mean, NXT isn't necessarily minor leagues, but it is obviously, you know, there's big names that are coming up. There are other people that are maybe just, maybe not as deserving, but probably deserve a shot at some point. Yeah, of course. And we'll talk more about that. Let's go through the other matches first. Cause Next match was brilliant. It's just a couple of beefy European dudes beating the hell out of each other. Yeah, and that was a really decent match. I didn't expect... I. Fully expect now Gunther to just hold the title up through September, which is, I believe I said, is where he can break the Honky Tonk Man's record. Yeah. They already broke the demolition record when the New Day did it, and then the New Day broke, um, sorry, the New Day broke demolition's record, and then the Usos broke the New Day's record. Yes. So, I don't see why, you know, obviously no one's going to be able to break Sam Martino's record, because Sam Martino had the title for eight years. That's I can't see Roman Reigns having the title for eight years. Dude, could you imagine just no. him like gray bearded, like fucking, oh I'm champion for eight years. Oh my God, no. There's nobody no. going to be able to do that. No. So, I mean, the fact that he's held it this long, it's one of like the top, I think five, like longest reigns in history. And yeah. obviously it adds extreme prestige and same with, with Gunther because there was a problem for a while with the IC title where it kept getting flip-flopped every like four to six months. Yeah. Played hot potato. It's played hot potato all the time. And when you do that with a championship, it's going to lose its prestige. And people like The Miz are like, I'm going to hold on to the championship. And I'm surprised Austin Theory still, I, I'm freaking US champion. I, yeah. But. Well, and that's the thing too, is like, especially with a championship like that, I understand why they're doing hot potato. Cause at one point they felt like, oh, all these people deserve to hold the title for a little bit. It looks nice on them. They say they want to hold the title. Now, you have to, it still makes them look good when they're facing a guy that's holding the title yeah. for that long, like Gunther. You say, oh, well, you know, I faced Gunther and gave him a hard time. But and there's so been long. plenty of people who have who have fought Gunther and have had a pretty good match with them. Ricochet had a good match with them. Riddles had a good match with them. Yeah. And the list goes on and on. There are Sheamus and McIntyre at WrestleMania. Yeah. Sheamus at Clash of the Castle. Was it at? No, I thought Class of the Castle was against Roman. No, um, Drew was against Roman at Drew Clash against, of the Castle. Oh, you're talking about Sheamus? Talking about Sheamus and Gunther. Oh, yes, Didn't yes. they fight at Clash of the Castle? Yes, I think they did. So, uh, Going back really quickly, speaking of Riddle, I heard they're not going to be pushing him anymore. Yeah, he's had a lot of issues here and there, and I think his biggest moment will be part of RK-Bro. Yeah. There's a lot of legal shit that apparently in the back, behind the scenes that he's dealing with, and other shit too, but... You know, it, it's hard to keep trying to push people. And now you've got other people that are kind of stepping up. Like, Riddle gets kind of pushed down, and here comes out of nowhere L.A. Knight, and L.A. Knight's being rocketed. And the Whoa. Yeah movement is a very real thing, and it cannot be ignored because at the end of the day, 
WWE can say all they want, and they say it all the time. Oh, it's the fans. It's the fans that run it. Yeah, it is. And if you don't get the fans that they want, they will fucking riot. They will go on social media, and they will back this person up. Mm-hmm. Of course, sometimes that backfires when someone like Zack Ryder, who got himself over, and then WWE was like, okay, you can have this for two seconds, and now you're not. I think your dad's hammering something. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Earthquake. Earthquake, yes. Yeah. According to somebody that I work with, we don't get earthquakes in Connecticut. Technically, I think we do. We have gotten an earthquake in Connecticut. We've also had tornadoes in Connecticut, but that's that's weather-related. We're not talking about that. That's true. Um, Um, So overall... No, it was a great match. Uh, I'll be interested to find out or see who that guy who finally beats Gunther is going to be, because now Drew's had a couple shots at it. Sheamus had a couple shots at it. And those are two big names. I mean... One that makes sense if they turn him back babyface would be Braun Breaker, but he's obviously doing great work as a heel in NXT. Yeah. But I mean maybe LA Knight. Maybe they do give him that push to get the IC title off. I him. mean, LA Knight, that that's a big push too, because you've got LA Knight who's beating um Gunther, who would have the title for and I mean you could do that at Survivor Series. You could I mean, they did the same thing with Honky Tonk Man where he was supposed to fight Brutus Beefcake, but there was a whole storyline about how he wasn't gonna be there because Outlaw Ron Bass, like like uh, took a spur or something to his face and like fucked his face all up or some shit. Oh. And the Ultimate Warrior was the replacement. And he came in and he's he uh, like clotheslined or shoulder tackled um, Honky Tonk a few times. Body slammed him, hit him, and with like thirty seconds, the match was over. And that was the the inaugural SummerSlam. So nobody expected Honky to have this huge run, and then for Warrior to just beat him like that. And obviously that catapulted Warrior up. Within the next couple of years, he eventually beat Hogan, and mm. they tried uh, Warrior for a year as champion, and it didn't really work out. And if you look back, like Warrior only had the title from WrestleMania six all the way through till of ninety, which would have been what April of ninety all the way through till January for Royal Rumble. So he had it for less than a year. Yeah. So from April of ninety to January, end of January of ninety one. Yeah. was Warriors. And there were some okay matches, but it just he didn't have the same kind of charisma that Hogan did. Of course, yeah, yeah. So, I mean Hogan And I, then that and then the title was transitioned at uh Royal Rumble in ninety in ninety one to Slaughter. Slaughter lost it that year's at WrestleMania at seven to um Hogan. Mm. And then around after that, when Hogan was there, that's when Flair came into the fold, and that's when the 92 Royal Rumble happens, because who's the real world's champion, and then there's the lineage right there. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, again, good match overall. I yeah. mean, I don't know who the next challenger for Gunther would be. I mean, LA Knight does make sense, Yeah. but there's a lot of other people that it could very well be. I don't know who it would be. but Oh, yeah. I mean, because if they're going to give LA Knight a push, the next logical step would be a title. They have to. Right, and I don't know, like, I mean, right now, and like, as far as like uh, tiers go, obviously Romans is like S tier by itself. Yeah. Then I would say, honestly, I would put the Intercontinental title over because of how long it's being held over the World Heavyweight. I mean, yeah, over the World, World Heavyweight title because it's brand new. Yeah. Right, let me do this. Brand new Very in new, quotations. In air quotations, yeah. So I would say that the IC title would be at an A. Because it's just because Roman's had his longer. Yeah. And then I would probably put the World Heavyweight title and maybe the U.S. title in the same kind of group. Yeah. Because the World Heavyweight title is a major, major championship, according to them. Yeah. So I think it would be tied with the uh, U.S. title as long as um, as if Theory keeps holding it for long enough. And then. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I I also think like the unless you're eventually gonna make maybe somebody like a um a WWE champion at some point, like the US title is like a good starter title to give to somebody, like, okay, we're gonna put the belt on you, we're gonna see how you do. It's like a trial run kind of thing and see if we can make a star out of you. And yeah. then if the fans are behind you, which obviously they are clearly behind L.A. Knight, so any type of title thrown his way, other than a tag team title, because he doesn't need no tag titles. He's a solo act. That's what he deserves to be. Yeah. Um, that would work. You know who somebody would be good for the U.S. title is Chad Gable. You know, yeah, there, he, he deserves a lot of respect for that. Chad Gable does good work, and obviously he does the whole you know academy thing, and we were goofing on Sunday or Saturday about it with the whole Shorty G thing, and he somehow, you know, he went from being an American alpha doing great with Jason Jordan, then they broke up, and he was by himself for a little bit, and he did okay. Then they turned him into Shorty G, and that was a terrible idea, but he somehow survived that. Mm-hmm. Then he was doing Alpha Academy, and now he's, you know, getting there, and they went from... Um, from heels to faces, and they've got Maxine with them now. Yeah, and they've got. Which it makes it lo- makes Otis him now. look more powerful, in right? The sense so that, if you like, if you could, out. I mean, if if that's where Gable's gonna like cap off, U.S. title makes perfect, especially American Alpha, of course, Alpha Academy, and you know, yeah, especially while they're faces, you could have like an open challenge. You could wrestle a little bit more. You could have an open challenge for him where he could fight multiple heels that maybe you know are are good matchups for him. Um, obviously, Theory could eventually move up at some point because you could have a Theory and L.A. Knight kind of deal for the IC title in the future. I mean, this is all yep. just fantasy booking at this point. but Yeah, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So overall, I would give it a B plus, maybe an A minus. Yeah. You know, it was a very good match. I'm going to let you talk about this next match more because I fell asleep initially through this match. I did rewatch it, but... It was... I mean, overall, it was a really decent match. Um, It was very... Psychological. It was very well. I know. I remember watching the opening where they showed um, uh, Balor had written. What did he write on seven. his seven? Seven. Yeah, for the seven years on his uh, shoulder, or whatever. Where that was the shoulder that was hurt. Yep. And then uh, <clears throat> Seth was wearing the same um, top that he wore in 2016. Oh, nice. When he yeah uh, that I, that I did not see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the same exact top. They showed a picture of it on Facebook. The two. 2016 and then 2023. Well, that's just like when he fought Cody and he had the polka dots on. Yes, yeah, yeah. So there was there was a lot of psych- psychological, a lot of mind games going on. Um, the match was back and forth. It was, you know, a lot of stunts, a lot of, um, you know, hard hitting from time to time. When I'm watching it, the dynamic that I don't... Oh. Hold on. Yes. That's my alarm to let me know, hey, motherfucker, you got a appointment coming up soon. Okay. Dashy. 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 We're just going to have a Dashy cameo in here. Great. Yeah. If we don't get views from that, I don't know what we're going to get. I know. Um, the thing, that I, the dynamic that I, I don't really like is this Damien Priest with the Money in the Bank thing. Because now yeah. it always feels like, like I thought because, you know, Rhea has the women's title, well, the Raw women's title, and um, Finn uh, Finn doesn't have anything because you've got um, Dom with the North American title, yeah, and then you've got the Money in the Bank. So you figure if you're going to push Judgment Day, why not put the World Heavyweight title on Finn, give him a little bit of a run because he deserves it because he should have had it the first time, but he got hurt, yeah. and now you have kind of indecision in between the group because... Hey, you know, I know I'm champion and stuff there, bud, but you know, at the same time, 
I got the briefcase, so you never know. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I mean, I mean, there might be another opportunity for Finn down the road. Yeah, and... but Finn's already done. He's now he's lost two consecutive times between Money in the Bank and now at this pay per view. Like, how many more? Like, what's it going to take for Finn to finally win? Like, it's not going to be like a legit victory. And what's the excuse this time? Because the last time it was, um. That Damian Priest got up when Finn was about to hit the coup de gras, and that yeah. spooked Finn, and Finn got knocked down and curb stomped. Now the Money in the Bank briefcase comes into play, and Finn gets curb stomped on it. So Finn's yeah. going to start keep blaming Damian Priest, and I don't know how much longer they're going to have Judgment Day go, but at some point, you know, Finn's going to be like, "You all need to just stay out of my way yeah. and let me do my thing. Do not come down to ringside because every time you do, you fucking shit up." The only thing, yeah. I, other thing I could see them doing would be which would be terrible on Finn's behalf because he doesn't deserve this, would be Finn wins the belt, but out comes freaking Damian Priest. He hits him with his finisher, and now Finn wins, and Damian has you know the title that he wins from Finn, which yeah. would be kind of bogus. And then, I don't know. I think that there, there also could be another scenario, which is that this animosity between Damian and Finn causes a split up, and Finn turns babyface, whereas... Damien becomes the new Leader. face of the Judgment Day yeah. and brings in maybe like a couple new characters and they reform the Judgment Day even more. Who would be, well, you could leave it the way it is because obviously Rhea is fine in there and so is Dom. Yeah. Who, then, if, if Damien would make sense to take over as far as like, I mean, even Rhea could take over. Yeah. Who would be the, the new member then? Who would be the fourth member? Would you get like a tag team in there? That's what I'm thinking. Like who, would the, who would the tag team be though? Viking Raiders. I don't know. They're doing their own thing with Valhalla. I don't know if they would have multiple women in there. I mean, trying to think of who else. Because you don't want the stable to be too big. You don't want like a seven-person group. Four four seems about right because then you've got a little bit of everything. I'm just trying to think because Theory's his own person. Who's like I'm trying to think of an up-and-coming person. I have heard that... J.D. McDonough, even though he was made to look like a fool in that battle royal, mm-hmm. was actually a good pick for being part of the Judgment yeah, Day. Yeah, but that's like a bootleg fucking Finn Balor. I mean, they're one in the same kind of deal. I mean, I yeah. guess you could replace J.D. with Finn, but... Yeah, I mean, it's something that, like, there's options out there. Like, Braun Breaker wouldn't do it because he's his own person. Yeah. Um, I mean, you don't... See, you've got, obviously, like... You've got the female, you've got the the tall, kind of muscled up guy with Damien. Yeah. You've got kind of like this scrawny little little guy. Well, not scrawny, but I mean. He's mousy. The, the one, mousy, the one that everybody kind of loves to hate. And that's, because yeah. I'm just trying to like think of the Judgment Day as like DX. Because DX, like, I feel like Dom would be the X-Pac. Yeah. Because they're kind of like the same kind of wrestler. Yeah. Um, Rhea would be China. Rhea would be, yeah, Rhea would be China. Um, obviously right now, I mean, Finn would, I guess, technically be your Triple H. Actually, I think he would probably be more like Shawn Michaels. Well, I was thinking more of like after Shawn Michaels. Oh, okay. Because X-Pac wasn't in, wasn't in the group at the same time with Shawn. Oh, okay. Because X-Pac came back the night after Austin beat Shawn for the title at WrestleMania 14. Yeah. And then Damian Priest would kind of just be a combination of the New Age Outlaws because he's the taller Tall, guy. Yeah, that's true. So you would need... I don't know what you would need. I don't know anybody else. I mean... I'm sure if they decide to do that, we'll see who they pick. I'm sure they got somebody in the works. I would like to think so. I'm just... I mean, I was thinking maybe like a Von Wagner, but he's another taller dude. 
Yeah, Von Wagner is a taller dude. So I don't think... I mean, I guess they've all kind of developed their own character, which is why the group worked. And I guess it was it worked out in the long run when they kicked Edge out, because I think Edge wouldn't have... It would have been like, okay, Edge and the rest of the Goonies, you know, versus like everybody kind of developed their own character and Finn was still kind of developing. Oh. What? I'm just looking at a thing to see like who like new potential names oh, okay. could be. But I have to get through like 10,000 ads. Veer Mahan, mm. no. No, no, this is going to be a pain in the ass to do. The Viking Raiders are on here, but I yeah. just... I just don't see that. Not right now, I don't think so. I mean, it's a possibility, but... No, it's not going to be EO now, because EO just... No. No, she's babyface. No, I was. it says um, Dominic Dijakovic, but I don't think that's going to work. No, because he just went down to NXT to help build some of those stars. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about the next match, and I'll kind of keep looking at this. Uh, well, the next match was the one that I was not interested in at all and drove home while you fell asleep. So I don't know much about what happened during the match. Um, I did hear that, you know, um, that there was a cash in. Um, so Bianca won the match and it was the Asuka, Bianca, Charlotte match. And I heard that Bianca won. Um, EO cashed in Money in the Bank briefcase and... Um, Basically, Dakota Kai joined Damage Control for the celebration. So, I mean, they they put it, like, on, on the Forbes thing, they put it as a, a, I'm sure it was a decent match, but I, I don't know if I would give it an A. I'm sorry. This, I feel like these three women, I have respect for them, but they've just worn out these three possibilities every time. First it was Oscar and Bianca. Then it's Oscar and Charlotte. Then it's Charlotte and Bianca. And then it's, it's like, okay, listen, it's the same three women that they've been featuring in the top spot for the women all the time. I, I just can't, I can't watch these three anymore. Give them somebody different, you know, like put Rhea in the mix again. Well, I mean, Rhea's doing her own thing right now. I know. So, and she's been pretty good, but yeah, I know it's the same. It's the same group of people. It's difficult. It sucks. Yeah. There's there. But the problem is now is like it's so wide open because there are so many people. Like obviously, ten years ago, the that talent pool as far as the lady side went was so much smaller. Yeah. And now, within everything going on with the Divas Revolution, it's just like blown up. Oh yeah. And there's yeah. so many people. I mean, someone like Bailey probably deserves to have a title run again at some point, and. I'm sure Becky wouldn't mind another title run, and you know there's there's just so many names. I mean, you've got newer people. I mean, Liv had a little bit of a title run. Raquel Gonzalez at some point needs could probably potentially have a title run. Like, yeah, there's, there's a lot so of many women. people. I mean, hell, you could even say Shayna Baszler could have a title run at some point. That is true. Yeah, so there's a lot of possibilities. And at some point, someone named Alexa Bliss will be coming back. So exactly, yeah. So I mean, there's always possibilities in the future, and there's so many that th- these three have just worn out. I, I, I just I, well, I mean, Oscar was gone for long enough where I'm fine with Oscar being there, and obviously yeah. Bianca was there for a while before losing her title to Rhea. Yeah. So, and I mean, Charlotte's just kind of like, well, I'm Charlotte. I'm just going to go to the head of the line because that's what I can do. Yeah. Like, no, I'm <laughs> sorry, I don't care that you're a ten, twelve time women's champion. No. 
Yeah, that's no. the problem. Back of the bus. Back of the bus, wait yeah. Your learn, wait your turn. Go on another honeymoon with Elidolo. Get out of here. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, I, I can't I, speak too much about the match. So. I, it was good. I watched it back. It was an all right match. It wasn't anything spectacular. I mean, they they did do a good job of kind of like seamlessly going from spot to spot without any issues and having a nice combination of a slower pace with a faster pace. And yeah. the... Obviously, I'd already read about it because I saw what the finish was, but the EO Sky thing definitely would have been like, oh, yeah. if we were watching it live together, which if I would have been awake, we would have. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, okay, EO Sky, all right. Yeah, yeah. And I also heard at some point that Kyrie Sane's coming back potentially. I did hear that. Yeah. So I don't know if maybe uh, face Kyrie Sane faces off against now a heel Asuka, or if they make Kyrie Sane heel and they get the Kabuki Warriors back as like a heel tag team. I don't know. Yeah, that should be interesting to see. But we'll see. All right, and then the we the match of the the main event, the main event, Jay Uso, uh, yeah, Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns with Jimmy Uso turning on his brother. Why? Yeah, they. Why? It, yeah, I don't unless I don't well, like this. I understand why because they. I watched an interview back of the two of them talking. They said a Jimmy versus Jay feud at WrestleMania is one of their what their lifetime goals. That was like the goal. That okay, they had for so each other. why are we setting this up now in August when WrestleMania is not till fucking March? You could set up a Jimmy and Jay feud at like Royal Rumble. Yeah, at well, least it's not that far out. Like this is. Oh yeah. my god. Well, I mean, you know, that's that's a possibility that they're gonna do too. It might not be at WrestleMania. They might have said, you know, WWE might have said, "Hey, we're not gonna be doing this at WrestleMania. You can do it at Royal Rumble." No, it could even be at Survivor Series, and it could be. Team Jimmy versus Team J, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it, all right. All right. If you're thinking of that logic, then you could do. So, Team J is probably what? You've got Jey Uso. You've got Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens. Maybe oh, Kevin it, Owens is hurt. Well, six to eight weeks, Kevin Owens will be back before November. Yeah. If he wants to, if he wants to wrestle again. That's true. Yeah. So, you've got those three right there. So, if you had Tim Jimmy or Team J, it would be Timmy. Timmy. Team, <laughs> yeah. Team Timmy. Timmy. Tim, Timmy. Yeah. Um, so, J's would be. Himself, uh, Sammy, KO, and then maybe another person to make it four or another maybe person like to make Drew. it five. It all depends on who the other side is because yeah. obviously G- uh, Jay's side would be – or Jimmy's side, sorry, would be – I don't th- I don't think Roman would be – Roman could be in it, but depends I don't – Depends on who – like what his explanation is this upcoming week. Well, if he it, says he did it for the tribal chief, then it's going to be – it probably will be Roman and Solo. And Roman that. and Solo would be in there. So I – that would at least make sense because it'd be three versus three because obviously KO and Sammy have a history with everybody there. Yeah. So that makes sense. Because if you so- think about it, looking back, when when was it? When um when Jimmy turned on Roman and super kicked him, and and, and uh, uh, no Jay super kicked Roman. Jimmy's face was like, I I don't know what to do here, you know. And, and yeah, he super kicked him after that, but it's like. You know, he know. was more reluctant than Jay was. Cody could be also on Jay's team. Cody. Because mm-hmm. Cody's been part of it, but I don't know who the fourth person on the other side would be. Yeah. Who's that, who that, like, fits into that, that story arc. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know who the fourth person would be. Yeah, neither do I. So I'd probably just be a 3v3. Yeah, it would, I mean. Team Jimmy versus Team J wouldn't be that bad. Because then that could push them further, and then maybe at the Royal Rumble, it's, you know, both Jimmy and J are in the Royal Rumble, and they eliminate each other or something like that, Mm -hmm. and then that pushes them to WrestleMania. Honestly, I 
wouldn't be surprised in the next coming weeks of a flip-flop because it seems like Solo's kind of getting irritated because Roman keeps like inadvertently like attacking him <laughs> yeah. and Solo's like what the hell and they were like obviously after Solo attacked uh Jay he's yelling at Roman about like hey you speared me like what the fuck and Roman's like get out of my way I'm the tribal chief and eventually yeah. Solo's gonna be like um no I'm not dealing with this shit no more yeah because that that just seems like that's the next logical person to attack like you know let's say there's another tribal council for for Jay or something and Solo grabs Jay and he goes to spike him but then looks over at Roman and, and spikes, spikes Roman. And now it's Solo and Jay against Jimmy and Roman. And it's going to just be, it's it's too much. It's too, I appreciate the long storyline. I do. Yeah. But there have been too many bends and curves in the road. And it just, my it brain hurts. confused. I get it. Yeah. The, the Sami Zayn thing feels like it was so long ago. And it was literally just at this past year's Royal Rumble. Yeah. yeah. And we're only in August. That is true, yeah. I mean, time is flying by. It feels it's, like it really It's is. crazy. Think about that. Sami Zayn attacked Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble, which that, was in February, right? January, the end January, of the end, end of the pretty much February because it was the, the end of January. Yeah. That led to a match between the two of them in Montreal, I believe it was at February. Yeah. February or March. It might have been February. Maybe it was March. February or March it was in there somewhere. Yeah. Where he had his cage match or whatever it was and everybody thought he was going to win. Was it a cage match? No. I don't think it was. Maybe it was a regular match then. I think it was a regular I thought match. it was a cage match in Montreal. Maybe it wasn't. But obviously everyone was like, oh my God, Sammy's going to do it. It's going to be in his hometown. I was like, he's he's not going to do it. Yeah. And then, of course, KO had to reconcile with, with Sammy because Sammy wanted him to join him up. And, you know, they took out the Usos at, you know, at WrestleMania. and Which was in April and the Usos were still together. Right. <laughs> right. And then, of course, you know, also, you know, eventually, you know, Jay ta- attacks Roman, then Jimmy attacks Roman, and you don't know what's going to happen. And there was the blood. Lo- they just had a civil war at the last pay per view at Money in the Bank. Yeah, You're telling me in a month's time they went from being a cohesive unit where they beat and pinned Roman Reigns clean to now. That's how the WWE works, man. They move. No, it's they mad. move at rapid it speed. Ma- it makes me mad because I don't watch Raw and SmackDown on a regular basis. Now yeah. I have to fucking watch SmackDown or Raw to see why Jimmy did what he did. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. Hey, you know what? You thought we were only going to go 30 minutes. We're almost at an hour. Yeah, you know why? Because I detoured us a couple times yeah. talking about vintage 90s wrestling, which is my jam. Uh, you know what? That's okay. It got us close to an hour. I'm happy with that. So Overall, the pay-per-view was good. I'd probably give it a, a B. Uh, yeah, I'm along the same lines. That settles that, it. There's a couple of matches the, that way. The first match was fine. The second match was... Good because it was the Cody match. Yeah, um, the battle royal was fine. It's a battle royal. It's whatever. Yeah. Um, the women's match, the first one, the Shayna one was terrible because just because of horrible. The, it's because of the stipulation. It was the yeah. You didn't need to have it with MMA rules. You could have had a regular wrestling match and it could have just been submission only, and yeah. that would have been just just fine. Yeah. MMA match because like you said, MMA is too quote unquote real. Yeah, and they have for, different rules. Right. Um. And then the the Gunther match, the IC match was great. The um the Seth match was good. Obviously, the women's triple threat match was pretty good. And of course the main event match slow on plotting, but it's it's still good. So it, it's it's probably a B. Yeah, I would say solid B, B plus around there, you know. It was it was a good decent pay per view. I mean they at this point I haven't seen WWE put out any bad PLEs that 
you just look at and go, what were they thinking? Well, we're going to be doing some overseas house shows soon. So, Oh, yeah. So we might be looking at those. You know, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Would, you, uh, would you like to read off this? Sure. Why not? All right. So thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Wicked Case Podcast. This show streams on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, TuneIn, Deezer, and wherever you can get all major podcasts, as well as YouTube, audio only. As long as everybody is physically fit and healthy and, you know, have a cognitive brain function, the show comes out at noon on Sunday. I'm trying to. In the next, within the next couple of weeks, we'll be going back to the Saturday-Sunday format because football will be around town. Yeah, and so plus we we're going to be going to FM at some point, too. So Yes, yes, we will. i got to call um, that dude today or yep. tomorrow. Um, and within the next probably couple of weeks, we'll have Steph on again because she wants to talk some fantasy football. Okay. We'll have a board game because we have that new board game that you know we can throw her in if she wants to play. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, I'll have my NFL predictions coming up probably the week before the season starts. I've already done them. I had Colin. Shout out to Colin. Thank you for helping me with that. We did a pretty good job. I'm pretty happy with what it looks like. I'm not happy that I had to put the Patriots record at what it was, but I'm trying to be realistic. Yeah. Uh, Our phone number is 774-764-9074. If you want to be on the show, let us know. If you want to call in and give us your thoughts and opinions on what's going on, let us know. If you want yeah. us to talk about a certain topic, let us know. Yeah. And if you want to go on a date sometime and you're female, let me know. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Email thewikiks at gmail.com. Uh, website www.thewikiks.com. Socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter Instagram. slash X. Slash X. No bluebird anymore. We'll, at we'll wi- figure out what to call it. It's just called <laughs> X. Okay. At the wikiks. Um, and patreon.com forward slash wicked KS. Right now, you can pay $3 a month and see a picture of the two of us at Fenway Park and Kyle holding an 18 inch corn dog. But there will be more stuff up soon. I promise. I'm going to get it up there. I just, I've been busy. All right. I'm just going to just throw you just a bunch of random shit just to, that I have on my phone saved. And I'll be like, if you don't have any of this, just take it all. Just whatever. Or, you know, I could just give you access to the Patreon and you could put it up yourself if you want to. I could do that too. Yeah. Either way. Um, you also have that gold mine of a clip that you found from once upon a time oh i might be able to put that up too that yeah. should probably go on any anything that you want to put up as long as it's not like too ridiculous i don't yeah. really care and at this point it's just whatever okay uh, i would i would love for the next time that you know our one patreon subscriber hi mom signs in <laughs> that there's like 30 things for her to just go through so she doesn't bitch and complain about it anymore <laughs> yeah so but until then hey we love you guys we do um, do we have, I'm trying to just think if we could have any teasers to give to people about what we're going to do next week, but honestly, we just kind of fly by the seat of our pants. We do. Oh, you know what we'll be doing next week? We'll probably just have an entertainment show and might play a little bit of a game or so because this coming week we're supposed to be going to a baseball game. That is true. So we could talk about our adventures at the baseball game. That'll be fun. True. And then maybe we'll just find a board game to play or we'll buy a new one because we have like 12 board games now. Yeah. Maybe we'll bring your brain and we'll try five second rule. Oh, we'll see. Ten second rule. <laughs> ten, maybe ten second rule. Ten yeah. second rule. We'll flip it over once and we'll flip it back. Yeah, yeah. Well, my my brain doesn't function like that. I have the brain of a goldfish, so you literally have five seconds before my attention's diverted. Right. So you know, ten <laughs> second rule. We'll see. Yeah. But we'll definitely be talking about our trip to Fenway. So until then, I'm gonna set our whole tagline because I had the belt on before. Yeah. 
This is the um, current champion saying, peace and love, y'all. Let's get wicked. Wicked pisser. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe you done this.